Welcome to the Behind the Bliss podcast, where Mary Scott Mercer and Rachel Autry bring weekly conversations to encourage, inspire, storytell, and share. Each episode is designed for you to feel met in your mess and balanced in your bliss. Here's today's conversation. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Behind the Bliss. I'm your host, Rachel, and I am so pumped to bring you my friend, Madison Whiteneck. Madison is what she would call a virtual assistant, but I call her a girl boss. She started her own company, Keeping the Creativity, which deals with everything from keeping people inspired, giving people systems, keeping people accountable, giving them more dreams and drive to their business ideas. She is a rock star. So she's spending a few moments with us today talking about systems, really cool tech apps that she's using to keep herself in line, to keep her clients in line. She is truly a gem to share all of her insight with us. We dive into work and what it means for us as believers to do work diligently and excellently and how we can set ourselves up for success in doing so. If you have tons of dreams and desires, maybe you're in an eight to five job that you don't love, or maybe you just started one that you're super looking forward to. Regardless of where you are, this episode is for you. I promise you will walk away with tangible, practical applications of how to live out your next best day, putting in place processes, and stewarding time in your calling well. So without further ado, let's jump into our conversation with Madison. Hey, Madison. Hey, Rachel. <laughs> so happy you're here. So happy to be here. Excited to have you. You have so much to share on a lot of things. So b- before we even begin, if someone was like, hmm, who's Madison Whiteneck? What would you say? Well, I am a wife, a friend, a daughter. Yes. Um, I own a business called Keeping the Creativity. It's a virtual assistant business for creative entrepreneurs, like website designers, photographers, all things. Um, I help them with their to-do list, developing systems, staying organized. Um, that has been kind of my bread and butter for almost a year now. So I went full-time last September. So it's been a fun journey. But that yeah, fun. that's kind of me, I guess, in a nutshell yeah. at the moment. And you have a lot to share on Instagram too. Yeah, I mean, I have some like quick tips and things like that that I share on Instagram that um, I try to help like fellow business owners or potential clients kind of see how their business could be, Mm -hmm. you know, refined and in a successful place versus a place of stress. Right. Yeah. Which I think is also a brilliant topic because for me, like, yes, I like to think of myself as a creative entrepreneur. Right. (laughs) But like even as a person. For sure. I feel like everything that I've learned in the creative world, whether it's like self-starting or getting motivated or being productive kind of trickles into my personal life too where I'm able to kind of take I guess this this new authority of my life and my to-do list and my home and my relationships Mm so I mean you probably agree like productivity doesn't stay in the office absolutely I mean it's all part of a bigger puzzle that is your life I mean everything that you can implement in your business are definitely some life hacks you can implement in your life. I mean, your life doesn't have to run like a business. It doesn't have to be so like cut and dry like that, but it can help you um, definitely take some stress out of some things and be smart. I'm a huge advocate of think smarter, not harder. So I love using that with business (laughs) and life and friendships and all that kind of stuff. What are some of the ways that you think smarter, not harder? 
I mean, like for today, for example, like tomorrow morning I have a um, early morning workout and I was low on gas and I had time. So I was like, I'm just going to get gas now while I have time versus waking up at 6 a.m. and having to deal yeah. with it then. I mean, just Kudos things like that. You. Yeah. I hate getting gas. <laughs> I, I know. Me too. About, like I hate it so much. It like literally was my Instagram caption. Yeah. Like I cannot get gas. Actually, funny story. We we as in I and my, myself. Got we it. were on our way home. <laughs> I wish Thomas was with me. This would have been amazing. But I was coming home from downtown Birmingham, was on fumes. Yep. But I knew I could make it. Mm-hmm. Like, I knew I could. Um, and we, I mean, you probably saw coming in, I don't know which way you came in to record today, yeah, yeah, yeah. but there's a gas station, like, right next to our mm-hmm. house. I'm talking, like, I could walk there and get a bottle <laughs> of Coke if you had to, or get yeah. a can of gas if yeah, you had to. <laughs> exactly. So I was um, coming home, but I was stuck at this left turn at okay. a light, which this light left turn, like it takes five minutes for it to turn green. Mm, got right. it. So I would have made it. Okay. Yeah. I would have. Mm-hmm. The light turned yellow. There was someone in front of me turning left that didn't go. Like, they, they chickened not, out. They were not being brave that yeah. day. Mm-hmm. And they stopped. And I got stuck behind them, ran out of gas. Oh no. I was on the phone with my mom and she was like, Rachel. I was like, I know, I know. <laughs> See, I'm like terrified of a situation like that. So, well, so sometimes I'll cut it close yeah. and other times I'm like, nah, just get it now so you don't like have to be on the side of the highway. I know. <laughs> it, but yeah, but it was raining. Yeah. I was at a left turn. So then all the people came up behind me thinking I was then going to turn left. I had to put storm. on my flashers, being like, <laughs> go around, go around. Yep. Thomas was 30 minutes away. Oh, so I had no. to like wait for him. Oh my gosh. I played um, some really fun pump up music. You have to. Came. Yeah. Yeah, to my rescue. Yeah. Like, thank you. No, I love that. that I mean, great. just like stuff like that, like getting gas, like when you have a couple extra minutes, like doing that, even like another thing, like laying out your workout clothes the night before, because mm-hmm. there's nothing worse than hearing that super alarm, like super early alarm and being like, oh crud, here we go. Yeah. But I either sleep in my workout I clothes. I sleep in mine. Same. And just like you wake up ready to go. So you wake up, you roll out of bed, you grab the water. Absolutely. So yeah, just like stuff like that. Or even if it's, um, you know, fluffing a wrinkly t-shirt like while you hop in the shower or hanging up in the shower before you take it so it can steam and all that stuff. I mean, they're just little things that you need to do for your future self that like in the moment may seem like an extra thing. But, you know, come, you know, a couple hours later, a couple days later, a couple weeks later, if you have it handled, it's, you know, such a huge help. Yeah. in the long run. So yeah, absolutely. Definitely. I feel like too that productivity is really cool. It's kind of like a mm-hmm. hot topic. You know, yeah. it's like how can you be more productive For sure. in 2019? Like definitely a highlight of like people's Pinterest searches. Correct. How to be more productive. <laughs> At, which I guess keeps you in business. Yeah, like, for Thank sure. You. <laughs> but I think too bigger than that, like it's an act of discipline. Absolutely. Yeah. I think like how purposely and how intentionally you use your time can definitely be a way that you serve others yourself and how you serve God too. I mean, you don't want to waste such a valuable resource that he's giving you such as time. And Mm -hmm. the older I'm getting, the more I'm realizing how fleeting it is. Cause I mean, you know, you blink and a year's gone by or you think of, you know, when you were in second grade and now you're graduated college, like it just goes by so fast and you don't want to, yeah, absolutely. I'm like, can we all go back to being 12? Um, but yeah, I mean, you don't want to take it for granted. Of course there is time for rest and self care and relaxation, but there's also, um, a time for intentionality and not being lazy, I guess you could say. So yeah, it's true. And with that, too, I love how you said, like, I don't want to waste it. Mm -hmm. Because that's me. I mean, I'm a three on the Enneagram. I'm a one, so I feel you. Ooh, interesting. (laughs) Okay, I love this. This is going to get really fun. (laughs) 
I feel like I'm like, I, I guess time gives me anxiety. Like if I have something to do at 2.30 mm-hmm. and my sweet Thomas is like taking his time to brush his teeth and get out the door yeah. and it's 2.15. I'm like, ooh, that like that's our biggest place of tension. It's like I want you to respect and value my time because that's something that I get anxious about to yeah, an unhealthy standard. Yeah, yeah. To where now I've, I'm learning like actually doing well with your time is stewardship. Absolutely. Like knowing how can I set myself up for success, not only to be successful, but like so that I'm not flustered when I get to point B. Definitely. Or that I'm not like lazy or procrastinating a gift or an opportunity that the Lord's given me you know Mm -hmm. and it's so much bigger than ourselves which is really cool it's true it's weird to think of it like that but I mean the things that we're doing now the the groundwork we're laying can definitely impact like our future families our you know extended family like Mm -hmm. just your household in general I think um the way that you adapt to what you have throwing at you like what life gives you I think it's partially attitude and then it's partially planning I kind of look at it that way because, I mean, you can plan all that you want and life will still happen and things will kind of take away from your, you know, three-step process. But how you handle it on like an attitude standpoint can definitely help. Um, Even if things don't go totally according to plan, if you have a good attitude, it'll still feel like a successful day or a successful event or whatever. Right. Yeah. It's true. I'm I'm just glad you're bringing it up too because I – like, I love to plan. Absolutely. And then life gets in the way. Mm-hmm. And I react. And yeah. And I'm like, well, then forget it. Like, rest of the day is just cruddy. Like, I can't, mm-hmm. I can't, like, get back to it. But I feel like what you do really well and how you lead people in their businesses is kind of setting them up for success for even if there's a storm. Right. I you think, know? like, having that prep work in place, like, even having, like, a couple extra days in a deadline or even, like, a little bit of leeway with – um, prepping content three weeks in advance instead of one, like just having that kind of um, lead time helps a lot. And mm-hmm. if there, even if there is like a day you wake up and you're like, I'm not really feeling it today, you know that you've got it covered technically. You don't have to like hurry to post on Instagram or publish that blog post that's like, you know, not super great, but at least it's up there. I think like having that kind of um, bank of work if that makes sense, or like bank of content, whether you're a writer or just um, if you've prepped, um, you know, laundry a couple days before, just thinking more of like a lifestyle standpoint versus like letting it pile up for forever. Mm -hmm. I think those days when you're not feeling it, like you don't have to have that additional pressure of like, no, I have to get my act together. Like you can sit in it and deal with it and not have to worry about, you know, piling even more on. Right. So. I love it. Oh my gosh. Whenever... I think of productivity. Mm-hmm. My mind kind of goes to work. Like, Same. I don't really think of myself being productive in my personal life because I'll be honest, like when I'm off, I want to be off. Like I don't yeah. even want to be productive. I don't want to produce anything, mm-hmm. you know? But then whenever I get to work, I feel this sense of productivity and like must accomplish right. and motivation and like let's get Crossing off. off the items, all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. Why do you think like – and it might just be because of rest, but do you feel like that there's something that like that's inside work that people love to do or why they love to get it Yeah, I mean, like, for me, being the type 1, type A personality that I am, I think initially with my business and even in life, like, going throughout school and college and all that stuff, like, having things crossed off the list served as, like, an accomplishment for me and then mm-hmm. served as my value and served as, like, my worth, which could not be far, you know, farther from the truth. And that's kind of a yeah. refining thing I'm learning honestly every day but I think um 
crossing off those items is great, but I think the purpose behind it is what makes it motivating and what makes it meaningful and um, whether it is something that you want recognition from. Like, I'm a words of affirmation girl too, so like I totally get that standpoint, but I think um, knowing that I'm helping someone, knowing that I'm helping myself, like helps a lot with, you know, getting up out of bed and getting on with it. Yeah. If that makes any sense. Yeah, no, so, it yeah. does. It does. <laughs> and I think that I had always seen discipline mm-hmm. as such a negative word. Yeah. I think maybe it became a thing when my parents were like, okay, I got to discipline you. Right. And I'm like, discipline me, no. Like, <laughs> I don't want to go time out. But now I'm learning, like, discipline is such a beautiful word. Absolutely. Because discipline frees us. If we do discipline well, it frees us to do the things that we love to do and we want to do. For sure. I mean, if you work hard at something or you get something done in an appropriate amount of time, it just gives you um, more room to do more of the things that you want. Or like, choose how you're going to do it. Absolutely. Rather than like, like for me, mm-hmm. I can have great discipline and then have free time. And with that free time, I'm able to say like, okay, well, I actually want to go back and revisit this. That's already been accomplished. Right. Like already been done, but I want to do it more excellently. So like, let me go back and tidy this up or yeah. whatever. Where if you lack discipline, you kind of lack freedom. Yeah, that's so true. And I think like you almost, if you are not disciplined, you're kind of doing yourself a disservice because you're not Mm -hmm. doing quality work. And I think some people are okay with that. But I mean, for how I want to live my life and how I want to present myself to others and to the world and to God for giving me these skills and these talents, I want to do a good job. I don't want to turn in something that's not fully built out or fully thought about um, right yeah that's yeah, not so. gonna really reflect you being right. excellent for sure it's like when you turn in an assignment in school your name's on it I mean that's like what happens with your business and your work like your name's on it so what yeah. name do you want to have presented out there and I know that has to do a lot with um how people see you and that can be mm-hmm. another kind of complex that people may have especially for um overachievers like you and myself it can kind of be a little scary to be like oh snap this is how people are going to see me but I think when you are doing your best that's all that matters and I think a lot of people can confuse being their best with being the best and I don't think that's something that has to be true like I think that's a huge lie unpack that yeah I want to hear more for sure I just hit a soft spot everybody (laughs) yeah just a little bit um of a soft spot. A little bit of a tough thing too I had to learn a lot growing up is I thought um, getting an A meant that was it. You know, like parents would recognize my worth. People would be proud of me. I was a huge teacher's pet in a sense of like I had to be the best. But that's so not true. I think that's something that um, life has taught me that not to get those two confused, like being the best versus being my best. And I think – being your best self is presenting a version of yourself that you're proud to share. And there have definitely been seasons where I have um, not thought of that as well or intentionally as I should have. And I was just kind of going through the motions. And I think yeah. – um, and it's a maturity thing too and just kind of finding yourself. And I've come to a place where I don't have time for that. You know, like I don't have a time yeah. to have to worry about that or, or deal with it. Yeah, it. For yeah. sure. And a lot of people don't. But I think um, – it definitely helps me drive why I do what I do. And I have this little um, postcard up on my computer monitor that says, like, we don't do things for praise of others or just, like, recognition. We do it for God's glory. And I think that helps a lot with um, the driving purpose behind what I do, whether that's um, folding laundry a certain way and putting it away right away or um, 
you know, completing a project for a client or a project for my own business. I mean, there are definitely times where you can fall short and grace is a huge, huge provider of motivation because I know even if I don't do it right, like it's still going to be good. Yeah. Um, when I have to hit that reheat cycle on the dryer, like it's not the end of the world. Like that's just how it goes. That's me. So the wrinkle release. That's like my love Absolutely. language. I'm like, thank you, yeah. Samsung, for creating dryers for that sure. Always. Yeah, I've definitely had to use that once or twice, you know, on the daily. So, yeah. I mean, I think people have to define what your motivator is, whether that's within God, within wanting to um, prove something to yourself. Like, that's a huge part too of, um, you know, with starting your own business. Like, people, people are looking at you. Like, people I graduate with from college, old employers, things like that, and like. That can be a scary thing, but for me, it's also kind of like a motivator to just do my best and, you know, that's what I can show people and if they don't like it, like, they're obviously not a part of things for a reason or just not something I should worry about because, like I said, don't have time, but... Um, and it's not for their yeah, either. for sure. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's definitely been humbling to have my own business and to see what that's been like and I definitely think one of the huge contributors of me being so... Um, encouraged and successful with where I'm at is definitely like leaning into what God's providing me and just like prepping my heart for that and you know praying about it I think that was I mean we had 21 days of prayer at church right before I went full-time and I think just having that absolutely like it could have not have lined up more intentionally with what I have going on but yeah God's cool prayer's awesome always yep he rocks I think it's just so cool to talk about work and I think Mm mm-hmm that we not find worth from work, but I think yeah. that that's something that pretty much anyone on this planet, if you're a human, you can agree that like right. when you accomplish something that's bigger than yourself or that is work like within your eight to five or nine to five, whatever, yeah. like it feels good. Like you love oh, it. Oh, for sure. Everyone wants to feel good about getting something completed or yeah. just saying that, you know, I did something. Like we all want to feel um, accomplished, whether it's a job we like or a job we don't like. It, if we get something done, that just means we're one step closer to going home or being done or right. whatever and I agree yeah, yeah. people or, like feeling good about that yeah or that paycheck <laughs> yeah honestly that yeah. can be a huge like in the times where I didn't love my job as much as I do now the paycheck was nice but I think the thing that I had to learn too is if you're in a job for example that you don't love mm-hmm. um sure you may be getting paid really well but are you what are you giving up that's maybe not something that costs money but costs like your stress levels like your sleep that type of thing right. I mean I was in a job where like right out of college where every day I went home like boohoo crying like I was so missed and so I, I think cannot. yeah that was well, like we've all been there it. oh for sure whether or if we're, we haven't been there we're in it yeah <laughs> and if you're in it right now like I'm praying for your girlfriend I think just leaning into what God's teaching in that season is like so helpful yeah. but um yeah. So it's kind of like weighing pros and cons. Like you're not like even with what I'm doing, even though I love my job, I don't maybe necessarily love everything about it. I don't think anyone's ever going to find something they're 100% like, heck yes, like let's go for it. And if no you do, cons. right, yeah, right. And some people may be in that, but I don't think that's like the norm and that's okay. But um, having something that you're proud to do, that you're excited about, even if there are some days that are tough because that's life, right. um, I think is good. So Here's the thing that I think is so cool is that in the beginning, like mm-hmm. when the world was perfect, right. Adam and Eve were working. True. So true. Like they were tending a garden. Mm-hmm. They had a job. And that was really the only thing they, they had. They had like yeah. a job in each other, which is so neat to think that like how God created the perfect world was with employment. Yeah. That's a really good point. You know? I haven't really thought of it like that. You even, I mean, 
sometimes if you, I don't, Revelation, the book of Revelation intimidates me. So I don't always dive into it. So when I say this, don't think that I spend a lot of time there. But like from what I read, like we will even have jobs in heaven. Yeah. You know, and like we will have authorities, we'll have bosses, we will have colleagues. Like Mm -hmm. doing what we love, I'm sure it's heaven. Hello. So like maybe I'll work in the candy factory. But like I. You and me both. Yeah. I'm just thinking like we were created for work. Mm -hmm. We were created to get stuff done. That's so true. To be productive. Yeah. And so like lack of production or productivity or lack of motivation, like it's not from the Lord. Yeah. I think, I mean. Having systems. For sure. I think he's delighted in. He's like, thank you for doing this well. Oh, yeah. I appreciate that. I definitely think like life hacking it is the way to go or just like finding something that works well and just like leaning into that. And um, kind of the thing with systems is like putting something on repeat. Like you find an order of operations that works well and just like you keep doing it. Yeah. And of course, there'll be seasons and times where you might have to tweak it a little bit or like completely scratch it and start all over. But I think um, systems are so helpful for – um, turning things kind of on autopilot. Like even if you're not all there or not completely motivated, you know this next step. Like you don't have to use a ton of brain power to get it done, if that makes sense. No, like it's a it lot is. of like okay. – It's muscle memory. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Step one, step two, all that stuff. Whether you have to have it written out, if it's a little bit more complicated with work or if it's just something that you know, like say you're about to go um, travel for vacation and you've got a go-to list in your phone of stuff that you always know you have to pack and you just check it out and you're done. That's a system that you can put in place pretty easily. Um, that's more of kind of like an everyday or more of a common lifestyle thing versus like onboarding a client. Like, you know, have the discovery call, send over the proposal, sign the contract, do all the things. Like there's definitely ways that um, if you're seeing a repeated process in your life, either put it to paper or put it to memory because that's a system. Wow. So it's not – it doesn't have to be so businessy. It can be definitely right. more applicable to your life. Right. It's funny you said that. Mary Scott and I just put together – you're going to cringe. We just put together <laughs> our order of operation, like our system, yep. how it all works, as far as like putting together the podcast every week. Mm-hmm. And um, we're really excited because we're a few weeks behind, like in a good way. Yeah. Being behind on a podcast is good. Like you don't want to be ahead. Like got it. Being behind meaning like we have things planned for July and it's oh, June no, right now. Yeah. But that's like, – You've got a plan. Right. Yeah. Like, your episode will come out end of July. Nice. You guys are probably listening. I've already celebrated What's Fourth up, of guys? July and all the things. Like, yeah. hello, future us. But, like, it's just neat. And it feels so good to get oh, it done absolutely. and, like, have a system where that, I mean, if anything were to happen and we had to step away mm-hmm. or even for a season or a week or a day, like, someone else can fill our space and be like, okay, got this. We can pick it back up. Not – oh gosh, I don't know how this works. I think Rachel's the only one that used to do this. Yeah, especially when you work with a team like that, you have to have a system because, like you said, say you get sick and you are out for the count, like you, the show must go on. So having a system helps, mm-hmm. especially if you're a business owner. Like I've been contemplating this for myself even, um, being a little bit more meticulous with whether it's a screen recording or a Google yeah. Doc or whatever because um, say I get an intern or expand my team, like that'll be one last step I have to worry about so we can actually like hit the ground running and be productive. Yeah. Um, that's a huge thing I encourage like all business owners, whether you're in a corporate setting or just like solopreneuring it up, yeah. having that recorded so you can have um, that transition of an additional team member or onboarding help a little bit easier. Right. Yeah, we got that. Yes, really I love fun. it. I was like, this is how Way to you go. upload our podcast. Episodes. Yes. Yeah, it so helps. It, it just gives you like a freeing sense of relief mm-hmm. of like, 
okay, we're doing okay. Yeah. Or someone else would know how to do this. Like you said, if we expanded. Absolutely. Um, dream big. Dream big. Heck yeah. That's it. Prepare for your future end game. Yeah. Like whatever it looks like. And if that is, like if you are an entrepreneur and you look like mm-hmm. things are looking up and you really want to expand your team, like what are you doing now to prepare for that to come? Yeah. It's all about like thinking. I'm a huge like futuristic thinker. I think that's part of a thing that can be a pro and a con about how I plan out my days and things like that. I right. think it's a pro in the fact that like um, you're being smart about what's to come, but you don't want to be so tied down to the future that if things do have to shift and change, you're so stubborn or frustrated that you have to change it. But I right. think um, set future plans with um, kind of the knowledge that it's going to change, but take pride in that you're being proactive about your calendar. Right. Um, like I'm a huge lover of Laura Casey's power sheets. Yes, honey. So, we yes. Do. So oh I gosh. mean it's funny because you do the prep work, like I did it in December and it's already June, July at this point, and you know, stuff changes like so crazily mm-hmm. over the process of six months. So um you're allowed to change what your goals are and what your plans are, but I think um just getting in that habit of thinking about what you want to accomplish, about what you want to achieve. Because say you might have a dream that's going to take, you know, up to six weeks to get done or even six years. Like, you never know. Right. Um, you have to be smart about that or just um, take time to think about it because you want to be um, encouraged with where you're at but also excited about where you could be. That's true. Yeah. That's good. And what did I say? If you fail to plan, you're planning to fail. Yeah, absolutely. I'm a huge believer of that. Me too. I'm learning it the hard yeah. way. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a believer. I'm a learner. Yep. Listen. Oh, That's I've totally fair. So many times. <laughs> yeah. So speaking of systems, I yeah. feel like it'd be really fun practically if we shared a few of our favorites for people that are like, okay, totally. I get it. I need a system. Mm-hmm. Like I need a process. What in the world does it look like? Mm-hmm. Do you have a few favorites that you're able to share that you're like, okay, y'all need to get on filling Yeah, blank. for sure. So um, for me personally, I love a good paper planner. Like I love a good trip to paper source or anything like that. But um, as much as that pretty paper is and can be, having a digital copy of everything calendar-wise is the way to go. Because, um, you know, I can't remember the last time I left my house without my phone, but I can't remember the last time I left my house without my planner. So yeah. I think having like one of those first kind of um, systems I recommend is even if you write it down, putting it in a digital copy somewhere just so you can access it on the go is super helpful. That's good. Um, that's probably one of the main ones I tell um, a lot of my clients and my friends who are paper lovers like me just to be um, smart about having duplicates. And then another thing that I love for like everyday business stuff is um, an app called Trello. It's a task management software. Yes. Um, I we love talked about this. Yes. So I love Trello and I use Asana too for some of my clients. But um, Trello is just great because it's a little bit more of a visual that I enjoy. Just the way that the boards and the lists and all the things are built up. If you have not checked out Trello, you're probably like, what the heck are you talking about? But um We'll link it in our show notes. Yeah, for sure. Check it out. But um, like I've followed some entrepreneurs who have like Trello boards for planning Disney vacations or um, setting up like a CEO day for their business where they have a checklist of items. Um, the thing that's cool is like say you work with a team, you can be collaborative on Trello cards and communicate back and forth with like comments and notes mm-hmm. versus um, emailing back and forth, which is kind of a nightmare if you want to keep out of your yeah. inbox. Yes. <laughs> I understand this. For sure. It can be a little crazy, especially if you're – another thing that I've loved, it's a little 
um, stalkerish, but it's called MailTrack. So you can track if someone's opened an email or read an email. This is like really helpful if you're, yeah, it's a a little like (laughs) detective creepiness, but it's helpful if you're kind of like me, you send off a proposal and you're like, do they get it? Like, are they read it? Like, should I follow up? And it shows if they've read it, how many times they've read it, like how soon they've read it. So it's a little, um, scary and if honestly if it the thought of that kind of gives you anxiety don't download it because you'll check it kind of obsessively but it does help if you are um say you're into um pitching to the media you need to know if your pitch has been read and that type of thing if it's worth following up and things like that um those are just a couple that I can think of off the top of my head um for like lifestyle stuff um one of the things that I have tried to adapt with me and my husband is coming up with like a cleaning schedule or like kind of like a kiddo version of like a chore list but turned adult if that makes sense like having a dedicated chore for each day and then splitting it up because I'm a huge advocate of like I can't do all this by myself can we like oh my gosh team it up yeah so teamwork makes the dream yes absolutely in the white neck household we have to do that or else um I go crazy so yeah having kind of like assigned days like Keith does the dusting and the vacuuming I do the bathrooms and the kitchen and mm-hmm. um, we share duties on the dishes and Keith won't let me do his laundry so that's oh, sweet fine boy. yeah he won't let me ruin his clothes because <laughs> he's seen me ruin a sweater too so it's <laughs> so funny don't have to worry about that but yeah just having kind of like that um especially if you are super busy and have a schedule kind of having like those set days where things are going to happen yeah. helps a lot to kind of have that stability like two maybe Tuesdays and Thursdays are your workout days like without fail like you know not to um, have a date night or a friend's dinner on those nights because you are making that commitment to yourself. I think so many people who are mm-hmm. um, driven and um, on top of things and productive can be super productive for everyone else but themselves. Mm. Like, of course, like I would never cancel a meeting on a client, but I would be the first to cancel a workout on myself. Does that make sense? Interesting, yeah. So I think like having that kind of standing meeting with yourself, whether that is a workout or planning social media content for your business instead of someone else's or um, doing your expenses or getting ready for tax time. I think having that either in your calendar or just like a set thing in your mind that you know you can't cancel, I think helps a lot because um, a lot of people, if they're busy or just have a lot on their to-do list, the first person they're likely to neglect is themselves. Yeah. And I think that can be really hard for someone who's so um, to-do list driven or productive or um, an achiever. Can yeah. it's That's me. Yeah. And I think we're the first people to ignore a self-care session because we want to get a podcast out or get a proposal sent out or something. And I right. think that leads to burnout so quickly. And burnout is craziness so I think having some kind of and no fun yeah (laughs) not fun at all because it can either lead to you know your body completely shutting down having a um, cry session been there a time or two I think yeah finding out and self-care means so many different things to so many people and I almost kind of don't like the term self-care I think it's just more about being um loving on yourself yeah Yeah, absolutely so finding out what that is and making sure that's included in your schedule along with everything else so things don't kind of go all kaput when it all piles up. Right. Yeah. And normally when it's all piling up, it's like when it's important to not burn Absolutely. Out. That's like I mean? should be a top priority for sure. Yeah. That's so I know. true. So a few of my favorites. Yeah. You've probably heard of these, but we talked about Asana a little bit. Yeah. So Trello, mm-hmm. similar to Asana. We use Asana for the podcast. I love it. We love it because it's, it's collaborative. Yeah. I mean, so is Trello. But for us, it works because you can 
attach Google Docs mm-hmm. to certain assignments and mm-hmm. you can have subtasks to one task. I do like the subtasks. Yeah. Um, deadlines. You can assign it to somebody. Mm-hmm. So if you're working on a team, it's easy. Um, so we use it for the podcast and we love it. Love Mary that. Scott is geeking out about no, it. No, that's awesome. Yes. It always helps when like, especially if you're working with a team or other clients to have them like yeah. on the same platform as you mm-hmm. and getting them educated on how to use it empowered on how to use it and just feel good about that that helps yeah. a lot and then have you heard of boomerang heck yeah oh okay Love I, was me some say, boomerang. I hope so yes boomerang's awesome since we were just speaking about different systems yeah. of email it's amazing like i if thomas were to go on a flight mm-hmm. and he is going like on a night flight or something i'm like well i mean he's gonna be gone from seven o'clock to nine o'clock and I don't really have any other plans. I'll just crank out some emails. Yeah. You know, but no one wants to get an email on a Friday right. night at 8.30. Mm-hmm. So um, I know I'm sounding super lame, but yes, I no, I emails love that. five or 8 o'clock on Friday nights. Yeah. But um, you can schedule an email. Mm-hmm. So if you are answering emails late at night or early in the morning and yeah. you don't want someone to be bombarded with something or you want to respect their time or yours, yeah. you can schedule it. But then you can also set really easily like in a way you can pause mm-hmm. your inbox so if you're I on love vacation, that feature like yeah you're not even sure it sends them a message saying you're on vacay mm-hmm. but it also won't let you see it yeah so you unpause because it's so tempting like when you see it you feel like you have to answer mm-hmm. it and I love boomerang I use that a lot when I first started out when I was like part-time because I would do a lot of like burning the midnight oil stuff and I didn't want clients to know I was technically available past five o'clock yeah right because that's like encroaching a boundary and like got to keep those when you're doing your own thing right. um so you yeah, have love me some boomerang that love helps a lot it. and that's great for anybody whether yeah. you're nine to five or doing your own thing or not yeah you know what i'm waiting for though what okay i'm waiting for apple where are you at to do an unread on text messages oh my gosh you and me both girl or a flag or something because like i'll read a text to mark message. as unread basically yeah. yeah and i'll be like shoot like, I don't have the answer for that now, mm-hmm. but I want to answer it. I just, I'm not home or I'm not, I don't have access to your information. Yeah. And so I want to like flag it or unread it or like whatever yeah. so that I remember to go back and then I always forget. Normally when I do that or that happens to me, I'll screenshot it and email it to myself. Okay. Hello. Yeah. So that's it with tips and tricks. Thank you. So because I can, you can mark that on red or yeah. like most times like when I'm at my computer, that's when I have to like look up a contact for someone or look up, um something that yeah. I told someone I'd find for them right. when I'm working at my desk. So yeah, yeah. try the screenshot, email it to yourself. In HoneyBook. Yeah. Okay. So you're a HoneyBook girl, right? I'm a HoneyBook girl. I'm a Dubsado girl. Okay. But both are great. Both are great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For anyone that's kind of lost, they're both really cool systems for invoicing, mm-hmm. for contracts, for just keeping your clients or everything kind of like your timelines in check. Yeah. And um, it allows you to just basically put someone in as a contact. Mm-hmm. Send them things from HoneyBook. HoneyBook follows up with them. I'm sure Dubsado does too. Yeah. You can like automate it. Yeah. That's like the key to it. it. You can Mm -hmm. split up payments, like payment program. It's just really cool if you're like an entrepreneur that needs some, uh, something other than Venmo or PayPal. Yeah. You know, definitely because you're going to need that to be tracked for tax time. Right. So yeah. And it links up to QuickBooks. Yeah, absolutely. So having that system, they're, um, HoneyBook and Dubsado are CRM platforms, so client relationship management platforms. And if you are working with more than one other person, whether you're an artist, like Mm -hmm. invoicing people for paintings or a graphic designer working on multiple freelance projects, having something like that is key. And I think something that I've learned like with my clients in particular is um, the creative industry can be so afraid of organization because it's like foreign to them. It's 
Um, I need my space. Right. Absolutely. And I think the funny thing is having that system frees up the space, you know, and I like to tell people bringing some type A into a type B world isn't the worst thing ever. Like they're Mm -hmm. definitely um, might take a little bit more time as you get more comfortable with it. But I think the systems are what help you grow and sell more paintings or have more projects. Yeah. (laughs) Like if you can do it well now. Yeah. I will make more of it. For sure. What the Lord called us to like. Mm-hmm. He who can do much with little, I'll give him much. Yeah. You know? So true. Same with, like, my mom loves this story. <laughs> the story where Jesus turned the loaves and the fishes mm-hmm. to feed thousands. Yeah. Right? So it's like if we just show up with what we've got mm-hmm. and we do it well and hand it over to the Lord, whether mm-hmm. it's through stewardship or through prayer or whatever, like, he's going to multiply it for masses. Yeah. Absolutely. Tenfold. But we just totally. have to show up and do what's right and diligent and excellent in the first place, which is why productivity is so beautiful. Absolutely. Yeah. I agree. It's bigger than us. Oh, for is. sure. Everything in life is. <laughs> Everything in yeah. life is. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Just because I'm super curious. Yeah. What are a few things that you're loving these days? Okay. Productivity or not. Okay. Um, Productivity, probably like you said with the boomerang, like the inbox pause. Love that so I can batch out some stuff. Yes. Because the shiny notifications can definitely get me distracted. I know. Um, Tom's like, what are you doing? Yeah. I'm, like, I'm, getting rid of the red, I'm getting rid of the red circles. No, I love that. <laughs> like, it I can be so distracting. notifications on my phone. Yeah. And I think another thing that I have fallen in love with is the do not disturb mode on my iPhone, like mm-hmm. having those set times. And of course, like you can still tweak it to whatever works best for you. But just knowing that like this is when I'm intentionally turning off is super helpful. Um, so yeah, the inbox pause. Um, there's an app that I really enjoy called dwell. It's basically like audible for the Bible pretty much. Yeah. 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 So it has like different, um, readers and things like that and different plans that you can listen to, um, that I love. So yeah, you'll have to check that one out. Yeah, so it's great for like working out, going on a walk, just like folding laundry. Yeah, it's really cool. Okay, wow. That was for me. Yes. I just had the conversation with a friend this morning. I was like, I want something different than like the Bible app you can play Mm -hmm. or Audible or whatever. I'm like, I just get so bored with the voices. Yeah, so they have a bunch of different voices. They have like background music. It is paid, but it's like, you know, if you're using it, enjoying it, like right. I'm all for that. And actually, um, apps are not that expensive. True. I had to come to realization with myself. Where I was really struggling over two dollars ninety nine cents on an yeah. upgrade I needed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, two dollars ninety nine cents. That's less than my coffee yeah. I paid this morning. Like, yeah, I just can don't go, go to Starbucks. You're yeah. fine. So yeah, that's another thing, kind of like on a more like faith based personal note. And then, um, like fitness wise, I've been going to a boxing gym in Homewood called Battle Republic that I'm Obscene. obsessed with. Yes, you have if to you're go in with Birmingham. Me. Yes, it's really cool. It's just like I think the key for me is finding a stress reliever and fitness and working out definitely is. Yeah. Um, so I think like finding your thing, whether you do have to pay for it or it's a free YouTube video or whatever, like finding that um, outlet helps a lot. And I've been going to um, early morning workouts, which I'm not a morning person, but like this gets me up in the morning. Yeah. And then I'm like, I have more time to work on household things before getting to my desk or it right. just like sets me up for a great day. Working at home is tricky, too, because yeah. if you have, like, a meeting at 8.30, you can mm-hmm. technically get up at 8.15. Oh, yeah. But that does not do well for me because then I feel <laughs> flustered. Yeah, I'm you like, need that lead I have time. I tired voice still. True. You know? Yeah, Like, yeah, you kind of yeah. have to – yeah. I mean, you have to consider a commute. For sure. Even though your commute is four steps. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> that is really hard. I think another thing that helped me a while ago was um, setting a timer on my phone of – I got this um, – 
cube at Target or whatever that's um, you flip it over over a certain time and it would be like 20 minutes at a time. I'm going to deep dive in my inbox and that's it. Mm-hmm. Like having that kind of set time is what's dedicated to it and then stopping helps a lot. So setting up a timer, another random life hack or thing that I'm loving. That helps too for cleaning, like a quick clean of your bedroom. I've heard people do that for kids. They're like, oh, okay, kids, my gosh. 15 minutes. We're just going to hustle and clean the house real fast. I feel like I have to Tidy. like dumb it down kids version for like household things for me. The same. Yeah. Cause I'll get it done. It doesn't come to me naturally. Like no, domestic. I'm not a, I'm not a big Susie homemaker. No. Is that bad? No. Yeah. <laughs> But here's the thing is my mother-in-law is an amazing woman in the house, like can cook a yeah. feast for 10 oh, I love that. a snap, like knows all the tips and tricks, like has a beautiful home, clean always. Oh, so fun. And, but yeah, it's still so comfortable and livable. Yeah. So like she just does the balance well, then I'm like, no pressure, but Thomas I'll, I'll set the has, table. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> like, Thomas, can you help me? I'm the dishwasher. Yeah. Like, can you go run the washer one more time? I think I spoiled our clothes. Yeah. Like that's so me. <laughs> it's fine. Everyone's got their strengths. Oh, for sure. I just admitted mine. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. Not me. Yeah. (laughs) What's, okay, also one more quick thing. Yeah. What's a routine that you are really proud of that you wanted to share with people? Yeah. Okay. So this is probably something I should have mentioned earlier. Um, Before I step away from my my desk, no matter if it's, you know, I have a shorter day or a longer day, I always prepare my to-do list for the day before, before I leave. Mm-hmm. So this is for That's a couple good. different reasons. Um, one, to just get everything down on it. Uh, so this kind of goes back to the digital and paper copy. Um, I write things down just because I'm a huge love to cross it off, but I also mark it off on my task management. So just kind of having yeah. two different places. Um, so it's one, to cross things off. Two, so I can unplug and not have to worry about it. Um, I can go to bed with a lot of thought spinning and things like that kind of um, – have a hard time falling asleep if I don't have something kind of like right. brain dumped somewhere. So I do definitely do that. And I think um, that helps a lot. So like having the do list before you mm-hmm. right. shut down the computer for the end of the day, whether that's, um, you know, maybe you're planning for a kid's party and you need to do that. Like anything to kind of like brain dump at the end of the night, I think helps. Um, yeah. So I, I, I enjoy I doing that. that. That's like a life hack system thing. Cause yes. I have like a huge, I have this like, pdf that i print off every time that has all my clients names on it and then it has a space for personal things and business stuff like for me so i'll write you know if i've got a workout or if i have to mail a father's day card or if i have to buy a birthday gift um or if i need to email my accountant and then all the other client stuff is included wow so yeah i love your systems yeah it's I'm kind of inspired it's its own thing but I'm yeah like, as soon as you leave <laughs> i'm going to yes get to my things i love that i have so many fun things to add too which is so helpful no absolutely and i think with anything with any system you're trying to discover or whatever research is a huge part of it so read the reviews on the apps check out what people are blogging about it that's what's helped me so much with developing things for me personally and professionally right. so take some time to deep dive into whatever you think would be a good I option for you I love it. You are a treasure. (laughs) Thanks for having me, Rachel. I really appreciate it. I feel like so many other people are leaving inspired too. Oh, good. This is a good little kick in the booty. Yeah. We got this. You've got it. Like for real. Whatever you have on your plate, you've got it. Just break it down step by step. Write it down. Pray about it. Be encouraged that you can do it. I think you're your best cheerleader if you let yourself be that way. Well, you are awesome. Thank you so everything yeah, that you shared. Thank you. Where can people find you? Yeah, so you guys can find me on Instagram at Keeping the Creativity and also online at keepingthecreativity.com. I love it. Yeah. Thanks for spending some time. Thank you with so today. much. I told you Madison is awesome. 
I am feeling so on fire and cannot wait to go make my lists, get my things in place, make my systems and my screen recordings and all the things we talked about in today's episode. I went ahead and linked everything that we talked about today in today's show notes at BehindTheBlizzPodcast.com. And fun fact, I actually have a code for 50% off of your HoneyBook subscription. So if you were listening along to a few of the systems that we use and thought that HoneyBook might be for you, check out the show notes and I will link everything you need to know about it and how to get your hands on 50% off so you can go ahead and get started sending those contracts, invoices, and getting things in order with your business. If you are loving today's podcast, go ahead and leave us a review. We love reviews for so many reasons, but it gives us an idea of what you're loving and how we can meet you better in your mess. Speaking of met in your mess, I'm not sure if you saw, but our t-shirts are now on sale. A few weeks ago, we held a live event in Birmingham, Alabama, and we sold our met in our mess t-shirts and they were a hit. So much so that we decided to sell the rest of our inventory online. Run on over before they sell out. You can find them at behindtheblisspodcast.com slash shop. If you have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out to us, email us, or DM us over on Instagram. Praying you guys have the best week ever, and we'll see you next time.